Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend and happy Tuesday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, uh, hopefully you had a chance to listen to my interview with Reed Davis. He's a board certified health practitioner and also a certified nutritional therapist. He was the founder of, he is the founder of Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, FDN, and the FDN certification course, which I'm going through right now. Actually, should be finishing up this month. Really enjoyed this certification, um, and we touched on FDN. We also got into you know how functional labs can impact your health, uh, the importance of food ten- sensitivity testing. Uh, we got into cortisol to DHEA ratios and important ratios you should look into, and then the DRESS protocol, D-R-E-S-S protocol that FDN really is their flagship um, protocol that they talk a lot about. So. Yeah, really enjoyed my interview with Reed. It was cool to have him on, especially since I'm finishing up that certification. So uh, definitely worth a listen. And there's also a little bit of a free giveaway that he gave uh, this health success guidebook. So check that out. I put a link in the show notes for that. And that's episode 306, my interview with Reed Davis. Now on today's micro podcast, I wanted to get into a study because I know you enjoy studies um, regarding if it's worth having a pre-workout meal and what are those gains and if it's beneficial as opposed to being in a fasted state. Now, I will say years back, I used to always work out for the most part in a fasted state uh, when I did my morning workouts. Now I've shifted my workouts to the afternoon and I have a, a small meal, uh, probably about two hours, two to three hours before that workout. Um, so it is sort of a personal preference, but with this study, as I'm going to show you, and I'll share my screen so you can see the study, that there might be a benefit to having a pre-workout meal before your uh, actual uh, strength resistance training workout. Now, I'm not talking about like going on the elliptical for 40 minutes. I'm talking about an actual like strength training workout uh, where you're trying to build hypertrophy. And uh, if you're looking at the screen right now, if you're watching on YouTube, this is the study. The name of it, it's called The Timing of Resistance Training During Ramadan Fasting and Its Effects on Muscle Strength and Hypertrophy. So really cool study. Menno, Menno Henselmans, who I've had on, uh, has talked about this study, and this was done in April of 2023. So we're going to go through that, and, and I'm going to give you a, maybe a little bit of a... Um, a little bit of advice as far as what, if you are going to have a pre-workout, what should you be having? Uh, so we'll get into that as well. But uh, really, the, the study showed that it might be some benefit to have a meal before a workout. Um, and it what it did is it uh, randomly allocated two groups of 40 men, so 20 uh, practicing a whole body resistance training in the late afternoon in a fasted state, the other 20 in the late afternoon or late evening in a fed state. Okay. So one was fasted, one was fed. They both did their workouts four days per week of whole body resistance training, 
uh, about 75 to 85% of their one rep max, which equated to about 12 reps, and that's three to four sets. And that protocol right there is definitely geared towards strength hypertrophy, more of a hypertrophy training. Typically, 10 to 12 reps is what you want to shoot for. Um, and they measure their one rep max throughout the 30 days of Ramadan for squats, deadlift, and bench press. They were all measured. Uh, so the, the fasted group did their workouts between 4 and 6 p.m., and the other group uh, had broke their fast and then um, did their workouts between 8 and 10 p.m. Okay, so a little bit late for a workout, but that's the way they constructed this study. Uh, both groups consume the total mic- macronutrient, the same amount of macronutrient intakes uh, throughout the program and the study. Um, and the conclusion was really the fed training group, um, had significantly more squat and deadlift strength. The bench press gains did not uh, significantly differ between the groups. So squat deadlift did bench press stayed about the same. Um, and there was a trend for higher lean body mass values in the fed group versus the un versus the fasted group. So both groups, uh, uh, performed the same training program with the same amount of sets, same intensity, and the same number of reps. Um, and what they found also too, which I thought was interesting, that the fasted group reported their workouts required more effort. Um, so concluding, <laughs> the fasted group was training, felt like they were training harder, but they were actually getting worse results. Uh, one caveat with the study is they were dry fasted. So meaning um, they might've been dehydrated. Uh, the fasted group, uh, which could have caused some negative effects on the outcomes of this study. So I would say if you're really looking to build strength and hypertrophy, um, you might want to not train in a fasted state. Now, if you say the only time that you could train is in the morning in a fasted state, I would say go for it. Um, If you want to have a little something before the workout and see if it makes a difference. You know, for some people, they love it. I mean, I will say I got plenty of gains and, and felt like I was, you know, building plenty of muscle in a fasted state for all the years that I used to do it. Um, but you know, it's good to mix it up and try it and see what feels best. Now I do my workouts in the middle of the day and I do have a small meal about two hours before the workout. Um, so I would say this, I would say if you're probably saying, well, maybe I'll try doing something pre-workout. I have the time if I'm doing a midday workout, maybe let's say, well, I would say it depends on a few, what, what should you eat would be a question that is 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 very common, and I would say it would depend first on how close you're eating to the workout, um, and also, um, and then you can sort of construct from there. If you're eating closer to the workout, um, you want to make sure that first of all you have a meal that contains less fat, um, and if you're eating farther away from the workout, um, then you can have a little bit more fat. And I'm going to sort of break down the macronutrients and which and the amount that you should maybe aims aim for. It doesn't have to be perfect, but just to give you an idea, if you're curious to know, well, if I am going to add a workout, what should I eat? Um, the main reasons to, to add the, the, the meal would be one to fuel the workout and two, to create this anabolic environment. Anabolic environment obviously is going to put you in this, the best place as far as trying to create size to add size. Um, obviously nutrition, as we're talking about is a big key to that, but obviously sleep hormone levels, stress management, um, even pollute, pollutants in the air, adequate recovery and training. Uh, these are all environments of an anabolic um, 
you know, these are all ways to create an anabolic environment, right? Nutrition, sleep, hormone levels, stress. So we want to optimize those as much as possible to get the most of our workouts. I know it's not a perfect world, um, but when it comes to nutrition, maybe we maybe we do need to add a pre-workout um, to help sort of fuel fuel you and create this anabolic environment. And what I would say is aim for one gram per kilogram of body weight of a lower glycemic carb source, and then a serving of fruit would be a good place to start. So this could be a sweet potato, and then maybe I don't know some blueberries or something as as maybe just uh, as your carb source. Um, it's, it's, it's not a bad idea to have a combination of carb sources because this will provide sustainable energy for the workout. And because different carb source, excuse me, different carb sources absorb at different rates. So that would be the reason to be having like a pre piece of fruit and then maybe a starch. And then from there, you can do a half a kilogram, half a gram per kilogram of body weight for protein. And that could be, I don't know, that protein could be a yogurt. I tend to do yogurt uh, pre-workout. Um, it could be, I don't know, you know, meat, fish, or whatever else, um, or chicken. Um, and then zero to twenty grams of fat, depending on how close the workout is to the meal, as I mentioned before, because dietary fat will slow your digestion down. So if it's farther away from your workout, you can have more grams of fat. If it's closer to your workout, um, I wouldn't have too much fat before the workout. Um, so that's something just to keep in mind. It's not a perfect world. I would say one to two hours give yourself to digest. Um, if you're having, if you're eating closer to the workout, you want lower calories. So if you're getting up in the morning and you feel like you want to have something pre-workout, this could be literally. You don't have to construct a whole meal. You know, this could literally be a peanut butter and bananas. You know, a, a little a little wrap, or you could just have it on its own. A, a banana, a banana with peanut butter that'll be fairly fast digesting. Um, probably not too much peanut butter because there's a, a decent amount of fat in there. So you don't want to uh, have that too close to the workout, but that something like that would be a, a place to start. Uh, you could do obviously a bigger meal, maybe, you know, maybe five, 600 calorie meal um, farther away from the workout. That's typically about my, what my meal is probably about 600 calories. And that's, and I give myself about two to two and a half hours before the workout. Um, and then you can, ha um, so depending on, on you know how close you're eating that work meal that that meal to the workout uh will be dependent on you know then on how big it'll it'll be as well so hope that's not too confusing <laughs> so let's just do an example real quick here just to give you an idea let's just say 175 pound male or female um which is about 80 kilograms okay so 80 kilograms and that would equate to about 80 grams of carbs um 40 grams of protein cuz about 0.5 grams per, per kilogram. So 80 grams of carbs, 40 grams of protein, and then let's just say about 10 to 15 grams of fat. And this will probably come out, depending on what you're having, but about 600 calories right there um, as a pre-workout meal. So that would be a place to start um, regarding pre-workouts. And if you have questions regarding that, let me know. Um, again, I would give yourself at least one to two hours and you can construct the meal um, exactly the way I mentioned, or if it's a little bit different, that is fine as well. You can sort of test and self-experiment and find what works for you. So let me know. Feel free to comment down below or email me, brian at briangrid.com, and let me know what your pre-workout uh, meal is, or maybe it's nothing. Um, you can still get gains either way. 
I think, I think if you're looking to maybe get that little extra 10%, having a pre-workout meal might really help. And that that's why I wanted to bring up the study just to show you that. So thanks again so much for listening. Um, if you love the podcast, feel free to leave a review. We'd love it. And i um, looking forward to talking to you on Friday with another great interview. Have a great, great rest of the week. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine, and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.